I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. You're listening to Wiretap with Jonathan Goldstein on CBC Radio 1. Today's episode, There's No Ship Like Friendship, the best of season six. Welcome to the Automated Relationship Replacement Hotline, Prototype 1.4, Patent Pending. And I'm here to help you through this difficult time. If you've recently ended a romantic relationship, press 1. If you believe yourself to be suffering from empty nest syndrome, press You have pressed 1. Ended romantic relationship. If you would like to hear a well-meaning but ultimately ineffectual pep talk, press 1. If you would like to proceed directly to the substitute love function, press 2. You have pressed 2. To massage the back of my neck with affection. Press 1. To squeeze my hand. Press 2. You have pressed 1. That felt nice. If you would like me to tussle your hair in a return show of affection, press 1. If you would like me to verbally assure you, press 2. You have pressed 2. You're the best. If you would like to be told that I love you, press the star key. To forego this feature, press 9. Are you still there? You have pressed the star key. I love you. To tell me you love me back, press 1. To forego this feature, press. You have pressed 1. You love me. Thank you. To nuzzle your face into my hair and tell me all your hopes and dreams, press 1. To confide in me your secret fears, press 2. You have pressed 2. If you'd like a moment to curl up in a fetal ball on a couch, bed, or floor, press 9. To immediately record your fears into our database, press... You have press 9. I will wait. Please press 7 when you are ready. Before we begin, if you would like me to play some instrumental music to underscore your pain, press 1. You have pressed 1. Let's proceed. Go ahead. Tell me your fears. Please proceed. Are you still there? You may begin at any time. I am waiting. I am patiently waiting. Please continue. I am patiently waiting. 
Howard, what are you doing here? I know sometimes I come down just for no good reason. Well, no, but, that's not true. Well. You treat my studio as a, a sort of sacred place. You're throwing me off here because normally I would come down and you'd be quite irate because I interrupt your work. That's right. I'm being sarcastic. Right now you're being sarcastic? I'm, well, yes. See, that, that's even more sad because I'm coming here to, to talk to you about our relationship. Our relationship. Our relationship. No, Howard, we don't have – Howard, we, we – have a friendship and a friendship is a form of relationship. Right. And uh, no, no, let me, let me say what I have to say. I must I? I mean, it's either this or we're talking a good three, four years of therapy, John. And I don't, you know, we don't have How the money we... right now. Will we take that trip to Costa Rica? I have no idea. Okay. And what? what's... So many couples, you know, linger on for years, well past their expiry date. And now what do you want? I thought it would be fun. I brought some questions here that I prepared mm-hmm. in the uh, in the spirit of uh, like the newlywed game and the dating game and things of that that nature. Why? I think I think it would be fun to see how well we know each other and 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 let me just find where is it? What what is that you have here? I'm trying to get to the CD deck here. There we go. Howard, what is that? This is this is music for the relationship game. The relationship, the relationship game. game. We're gonna work on a relationship and have fun at the same time. You're learning about me. I'm learning about you. We're enjoying the music. Howard, we, have a we fun are not. Host. Get off of me, a fun host. Just dance a little bit. Move your I feet. am not going to dance. You never want to dance. You never want to have fun. You never want to go for coffee. But you know what? I'm entering this whole new period with a great new attitude. And I'm going to try to encourage you to do the same. All right? Here we go. Jonathan Goldstein, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Howard Chakwitz. And we're here for this edition of The Relationship Game. Oh, the rules are simple. I'm going to ask a question. Mm-hmm. And basically, you're going to try to see what you know about me. And I'm going to try to see what I know about you. So your contestant and the host. Question one. Mm-hmm. What conditioner do I use? I didn't. You use conditioner? Stop the music. Yeah, I use conditioner in my hair after I shampoo. I know what conditioner you use in your hair. How would you know what conditioner I use? Organic avocado, original essence. What? How do you know that? But I'm right, aren't I? Yeah. Disturbingly, yes. 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 And why are you going through the things in my, my private items in my bathroom? Jonathan, if you were in a coma and you needed to have your hair washed, wouldn't it be reassuring to you to know that there was someone there who knew exactly what you if wanted to do? If I were unconscious, wa- I would not want you in the same room as me. I will be there to feed you. I will be there to dress you. We can wear matching leisure suits. Like All right. No. Question number two. Yeah. If I were Santa Claus, okay, and you were a little boy on my lap, what would you say? Even the idea of it is, is sickening. That's an indication of how disturbed you are. If you were Santa Claus and are in your lap... Yeah. What would you say to Santa? I'd say, Santa, are you the ex-host of a failed radio show? And you'd say, yes. Okay. See, I was being sarcastic, Jonathan. It hurts. Oh, all right. Next question. If I were a cat and you were a dog, how would you handle our first date? I'm not even going to answer that. First thing, it doesn't even make sense. In, first thing that comes to mind, what would we I, do? We'd go out for dog food. That's very telling. What, every, how is every that, single answer. How is that telling? I'm a cat. I'm supposed to eat dog food. That's our relationship in a nutshell. I'm a cat and I'm forced to eat dog food. You sicken me. Next question. Describe my ideal date for a rainy afternoon. It's so creepy. Describe an ideal date for a rainy afternoon. Okay, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess video games and fried chicken. I like video games. I like fried chicken, but is that my ideal date? 
I don't think so. Okay, Howard, I don't know. Hot dogs would be involved. They're just hot dogs. That's that's your idea of the perfect rainy day date. There's nothing more romantic. I know what your ideal rainy day date would be. <laughs> Am I wrong? You know what? Just as a little speed round. This is actually I didn't even plan for this. Okay, let me just let me just change the music. What's my favorite TV show? I, I don't I don't know. know. What your favorite TV show is? Canadian version of Antique Roadshow. What's my favorite dessert? Um, you know what you like? I'm... You like saltines with a squeeze of lemon juice. Mm-hmm. What's my favorite song? Um... Uh, uh, Mr. Bojangles. That's your favorite song. When you're when you're really drunk, you sing it into your fist. You even know you're doing it. And I actually used to find that charming. What's my bank account number? I don't know what how. I don't know what your... John, I know your bank account number. Why do you know my bank account number? Why wouldn't I know your bank account number? I mean, I know your PIN number. Whoa. I've even copied the key to your safety deposit box. Did you ever lose it? I keep that safely around my neck on a cord. Mm-hmm. John, if I can be any animal, what would I be? This is like anybody knows this. Bison? Yeah, I'd be a bison. You're right. So someone can hunt me and, and, and chop me into very lean but delicious steaks. A squirrel, Jonathan. I love to frolic. You know I love squirrels. I mean, I know that you love squirrels. I didn't know that you wanted to be a squirrel. Well, you know, I'm here. I'm talking about I remember when you were nine years old. Do you remember that suit that you wanted to create out of bread and lie down in the grass in order to trick squirrels into right. swarming all over you and eating? I went to a specialty baker, and he made me a suit made of bread so that the squirrels and birds can eat off me, and I can be at one with nature. You remember that? Of course I remember that. I'm genuinely, genuinely moved. You mean genuinely moved? Yes, genuine, genuinely. You, oh, you. Oh, you. You try to act like a curmudgeon, but you know how to pierce that mm-hmm. thick hide of hate that I was building. Okay. Day after day, thicker and thicker, more and more anger and rage. Okay. Quite a cold, detached distaste for you. Oh, well, that, that marks the end of our show. John, you didn't fare that well today, but there are some lovely parting gifts. What do, I, what do I get? Well, that's up to you. You're going to be buying the parting gifts. Where are my parting gifts? I'm going to give you parting you gifts. You must give me parting gifts. And I'm not going to part without my parting gifts. Howard, I have nothing for you. I want. And don't force me to use your safety deposit key. You want to talk about parting gifts, John? I will empty it of all its parting gifts. I'm talking about your grandmother's coins. You, how do you know I'm about my grandmother's coins? I'm talking about your vintage coins. watch. You have savings bonds in there. How do you know what's in my safety deposit yeah. You're listening to the sound of a tent unzipping. You're listening to the eating of a Macintosh apple. You're listening to a bathtub being filled with lukewarm water. You're listening to a Siamese kitten sleeping in the sun. You're listening to the sound of someone writing a poem. You're listening to an orthopedic shoe being unfastened. You're listening to crackers being crumbled into tomatoes. Think of your favorite one-hit wonder. Or that overpriced toy your parents would never let you have. Or that TV show that no one else remembers because it was canceled way too soon. Now what if we could fix it? 
I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Delon Grant. And after 20 years of friendship, we are now hosting a new nostalgia podcast called Let Me Fix It. Each episode, we'll dig into our favorite celebrities, shows, and brands of yesteryear, and then imagine what it would take to repackage them for relevance today. Think of our show as an intervention, but with way less stakes. So subscribe to Let Me Fix It wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hello. Have you ever thought about going to a psychologist? Where is that coming from? Out of concern for you. Oh, really? Out of concern for your abnormal behavior. Uh Uh-huh. Don't you roll your eyes at me. How do you know I'm rolling my eyes? I can feel it. You you Anyway, can we just get back to the topic at hand? Why must you be peculiar 24 hours a day? Well, you know, I'm just being me. That's all, you know? Yeah, well, that hasn't worked out too well for you. Maybe it's time you start being someone else. Hey, stupid, put the phone back to your ear. I'm talking to you. How did you know that I just moved the phone away? Because I'm a sensitive young man, and I can tell when I'm talking to someone who's holding the phone at an arm's length. No, you, I don't know how you could tell. That's very strange. I'm like a ninja on the phone, and I'm attuned to the subtle changes in your voice tone, and I can tell what you're up to. I can tell your body position. And I know when you're picking at that thing on your face and you're disgusting habits. How like do you that. know what I'm doing with my face? What are you, like, across the street spying on me? No, I'm not across the street. I'm just very perceptive. Gregor, no one is that perceptive. You're creeping me out. All right, you want to know how perceptive I am? Do you remember when your smoke alarm went off about a year ago and I came and fixed your battery? Yeah. Well, I also installed a webcam in your smoke detector. What are you talking about? Look into the camera. No, no, Gregor. Smile. Wave to me, Johnny. You do not see me. Wait, watch this. I'll zoom in. I can see your nose hairs need some trimming. You cannot, Gregor. That is ridiculous. Anyway, Why the would point you... is you got to stop picking at your face. What are you... T- How many fingers am I holding up right now? Four, three, two... You're telling me that you've had a camera in my in my apartment? Let it go, Johnny. It's the past. We're moving on. I mean, you've done some terrible, terrible things. You've done some terrible things that I had to sit through and watch. I can't... Believe me, I suffered more than you did looking at this footage. Let's just call it even, okay? I can't even believe what you're telling me. You know what watching your camera's like? It's worse than a security camera. Because I... there's all kinds of dead air footage where you're not even home, and I'm just looking at your wall. Quicker, Which, I... frankly, is a little more interesting than when you are home. You just sit there hour after hour of nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Well, you kind of blew it. What? What? You know, the only good thing that I saw on the webcam all year, really... Remember when you were dancing around your apartment by yourself one night all sad and drunk? Gregor... Your dance moves were very impressive. You shouldn't be seeing that. Oh, is that the kind of friendship you want? Yes, it is. Is that what you'd prefer, that I don't put a webcam in your house? Yes. You want to live in a little lonely island walled in with bricks of loneliness? That's what you want? Yes. You know, Johnny, I should have expected this of you. What? To get it all wrong. This was just affectionate on my part. Affect... I thought you'd be touched, you know? Touched. It's like instead of email or phone calls or being like, hey, why don't you drop me a line once in a while or text me on my phone? I don't need that, right? Because I just got a camera in your house. What? I want to check in with Johnny. I tune into the Johnny channel 24-7. Gregor, you're talking about a spy cam. Spy cam. Spy cam is your words. I call it a friendship cam. This is a total invasion of privacy. Privacy? Johnny, have you even heard of Twitter? Facebook? Get with the program, my friend. People are microblogging every little detail of their lives to a million anonymous fans every day of the week. You have no right to have reasonable expectation of privacy. In my home? In your home, in your workplace, in your car. Gregor, you're really scaring me right now. Scared? You're scared of me. Johnny, I'm scared of you. You just wiped your mouth with a sock that you found on the floor, I... and you walk around your house in that tattered Ebola-filled bathrobe that looks like something Al-Qaeda created to drop on the enemy. You know, this is the biggest betrayal of trust 
you have ever perpetrated since I've known you. Oh, come on, Johnny. This is hardly the biggest betrayal of trust. You remember that time you caught me selling your colonoscopy x-ray film to the smoking gun? Okay, you know, I'm taking the smoke detector out of the wall. Well, don't come crying to me when you're a burnt-up pile of ashes because your house burned down. I am going to take this right out. Looks like you're using a metal screwdriver, which is going to give you a shock and kill you. I can't, okay, I can't get this out, but... You, I want you to come over immediately to take it out of my wall. Johnny, I'm coming over. Don't worry. I got you covered. But if you didn't have that webcam installed, I would never have known that you need me to come over and help you. I asked you to come and get rid of it. How ironic that the one thing that you are mad about is the one thing that would save your life. That is not irony. I wouldn't have been trying to take it out of the wall. You would have fallen off, broken your ankle, maybe even your neck. Cats wouldn't have anyone to take care of them. They would have eaten your face. It's so ironic. You don't even know what irony is. You don't even know what ironing is. Look at your shirt. It's all wrinkled. Will you just get over here and take it out, please? Fine, fine. I'm going to come over. Keep your britches on. I don't know what you're getting all worked up about. I got cameras all over your house anyway. Excuse me? What did you say? Nothing. Would you relax? I'm just putting on my shoes. I'll be over there in a few you, minutes. Do you have other cameras in this house? Johnny, don't you concern yourself with technical talk. Gregor, I'm going to move. I... Move all you want. I got motion capture cameras. Don't no, I'm going to move from this apartment. Do you understand? Listen, Johnny, if you want to move, go ahead and move. It doesn't make any difference to me. I'll even set up your new place for you. No, you're not even coming in the door of my new place. But seriously, would you do me one tiny favor? What? Would you put on a motion capture blue skin suit? It would really help me with the focal range. Master Maurice. Absolutely. Word around town is that you got a friend named Jonathan Goldstein, and sometimes you aren't very nice to him, so I made a rap about it. What the hell is this supposed to be? Well, my name's Maurice, and I'm here to say the way you're dissing Jonathan is causing great dismay. Wait, you're always putting him down. Man, all you do is harass. I you like a school at 5 o'clock, man. You got no class. Just one second. Here's some advice for you, and I think it will work. You should probably stop being a gigantic jerk. Oh, I'm a jerk, am you I? You need to do an attitude 180, homeboy. Peace! I don't know what I did to deserve that, but I didn't like that one bit. Hello? Howard? Hey, What's that machine you're bringing into the studio? Looks good, huh? It looks rusty. John, what you see in front of you right now is the John Goldstein 2.0. This is you. Well, how is that me? Basically, I took the liberty of tape recording some of our conversations. Oh, have you? And, and other stuff off the radio. Mm-hmm. Using editing equipment to refine some of the raw tape. And I just worked some of these buttons, and here's a little example of Jonathan Goldstein 2.0. Hi, this is Jonathan Goldstein. That, Howard, that's really creepy. Or I push this button. Mustache. Or I can push that button. Sandwich. This button. Uh-huh. Or this button and that button in succession. Mustache. Sandwich. You see? Or this one. <laughs> now you can take that long vacation you've always wanted while the new you takes over. Howard, that's not the new me. That's a, that's a okay, machine. Let's, that... let's say you're out of town. I can come to the studio. You would. I mean, I'm, I'm the one that's familiar with the machinery. Mm-hmm. I would sit down, press the buttons, get your salary, and you, you're vacationing. You're having a great time. You're drinking and Howard, you're sitting and drinking. This is the most ludicrous idea you've yet to come up with. Is it? It is. Compared to all the other ideas I've had. Top five. This is one that's piquing your interest, though, obviously. No, it isn't. I can see the glimmer in your eye. That's not a glimmer. There's a shine in your there eye. There is no shine in my that's eye. That's saying Howard in the studio. 
peace of mind. Those words, they don't go together. Not like these words. Mustache, spaghetti. All right, Howard, enough, please. Just hear me out for a second here. Now you're going to get the experience to be interviewed by Jonathan Goldstein. Oh, am I? See, it's funny because you've interviewed so many people, but you've never interviewed yourself. And I find that kind of sad because you haven't had a chance to be interviewed by, by one of the best, may I say. Mm-hmm. Go, go ahead, John. Tell me a little story. Okay, you want a story? Okay, here's my story. You know, I was uh, working... Oh, that's interesting. ...when my friend Howard decided to come by. Uh-huh. And huh. now I'm... Mm-hmm. God. And now... Uh-huh. Okay. And now I'm getting no mm-hmm. work done because oh, that's I'm... That's interesting. Howard, could you stop with that thing, please? I think this is wonderful. No, it's not wonderful. This, Howard... That was a 10 out of 10. But basically, now you can save time without having to do all those pesky radio endorsements that you celebs have to do. Howard, I don't do any endorsement. You did it. You did a foot powder one. I've never used foot powder. You don't? No. You should. Let me give you a little example. Like infomercial style. Right. This is Howard Chakras promoting my latest line of clothing, and it's great. And don't just take it from me. Take it from Wiretap's very own head and Nick, Jonathan Goldstein. John? Hi, this is Jonathan Goldstein. Whatever Howard says is truth. Super best pants. Suede, you can put ice cream in your pants. With Jonathan Goldstein on C... That's the credit lady, Howard. You don't even know your own voice. Howard, is that not a woman? Uh, you often sound like a woman. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's feminine. You're in touch with your feminine side. Right. Hey, well, and what's this button over here on the side? That, that's the monologue button. If you push that button, it just goes on and on mm-hmm. and on. Right. Here, here, I'll, I can give you a little taste, though. Monday. Poor me. Poor me. Gray crying. With these dogs and it's raining. My navel. I was not breastfed. It's sad. What? And, you know, I make a uh, thought. I like Melba Toast. Howard is really great. Okay, Howard, that's enough. Wait, 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 here, here, there's more. Listen to this one. Listen to this. Saturday, I I take Howard to the park and buy him more money. Howard, very special. Howard, eating and meatballs. I make Howard banana cake in the fridge. This cutting-edge piece of technology is better than you. Oh, now it's better than me. Yeah, for many reasons. For one reason, I can shut it off. And you know what? You don't need to put foot powder on this thing. You know, call Gregor. Let's let's put it to the test. Let's call call up Gregor right now. Put it to the test. Okay. And then will you leave me alone? Put it to the test. Put it to the test. Put it to the test. What are you doing? Okay. Put it to the test. All right. All right. Let's uh, hang on a second. I'll get him up on the line. What's up? Hi. This is Jonathan Goldstein. It's a good thing you called because I was just thinking about you. Uh-huh. It came to me like a flash of insight. Uh-huh. What your biggest problem is? Uh-huh. You think like a coupon cutter. Uh-huh. You're not a person who has grabbed the steering wheel of life. Uh-huh. You're sitting in the passenger seat, uh-huh. but you're just glad you're not paying for gas. Uh-huh. Do you agree? Yes. I feel like we just had a breakthrough moment. Do you feel like we did? Uh-huh. I feel like for the first time, you are taking steps toward being your own man. Uh-huh. Johnny, listen, I got to go. I got a work call coming in. Uh-huh. But Oh, there is one more thing. I told my herpetologist friend he can stay at your place with the snakes. Uh-huh. All right, good talk. I'll talk to you later. The guy totally thought it was you. No, Howard, he wasn't paying attention. Gregor doesn't pay attention. All right, John, who would be the best judge of who you I are? I would think I am. I, I'm the best judge. Well, we're not going to call you up because you already know that it's you, and you're just going to be talking to yourself. 
We've seen that before, called a monologue, and we try to avoid it. We're going to call your mother. No, we are not. We are going to call your mother. No, no. And that'll no. settle this issue Howard, once and for all. Howard, I don't want to call my mother right We're now. We're calling your mother right now. And you know what? what would be so bad if you called your mother once in a while? I call my mother plenty, Howard. Mm-hmm. That's not what I hear. What, what are you talking about? What do you hear? We're going to call her right now. That's, I'm, I'm not even listening. Okay, We're going to call her right, right now. Well, I'll dial her up. But if this thing freaks her out. I'll throw it out the window. There lies my confidence in the Jonathan Goldstein 2.0 soundboard machine. Truth, Melba Toast. <laughs> Please stop doing that. Hello? Who's there? Hello, my mother. Johnny? What's the matter? No thing matters, my mother. So? I like Melba Toast. Yeah? So what else? I like mustache. Yeah? Uh Uh-huh. It's nice to hear from you. Howard, treat me a good friend. Oh, you want to talk to Howard? He just left. He stayed for dinner, and then he ate and ran. Uh, uh, uh. Buzz, who put socks in a microwave? Where did you learn well, that? Uh, Goodbye. What, what was all that about? What was what about? You had dinner at my mother's anyway, house. Anyway, the, the, the point is the gold scene 2.0 passed. My mother was distracted. Gregor doesn't know he's too busy to listen to me. You, my mother doesn't even know who I am. I find it kind of sad. Oh, you you do? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe you need to spend some time with the machine to learn how to be a better you. Okay, Howard, I got to get back to work, all right? I have no more time for this. Just let let yourself out. I'll see see you later. Real mature. Real nice Jonathan Goldstein 1.0. Or should I say Jonathan Goldstein (laughs) 0.0? Well, you're still here. How you doing? What did you think of that? Jonathan Goldstein, best friend together, loves you. Yes, exactly. Howard, a good friend, response, able. You always understand me. You and me? Right. Ice cream in your pants. Well, you can have ice cream too, but it might short your circuits. (laughs) 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 All right, let's get some ice cream. Howard, so smart. Thank you. That's really encouraging. Howard is really great. On Wiretap Today, you heard Carolyn Warren, Gregor Ehrlich, Rap Master Maurice, Dina Goldstein, and Howard Chakowitz. That's very good, my darling. You, you can maybe say my name louder, like louder than when you say Jonathan Goldstein, you say Howard Chakowitz. Just a, just a suggestion. Wiretap is produced by Jonathan Goldstein mm-hmm. with Mira Bertwintonic and Crystal Duhame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Howard, I can feel your stubble against my neck. I just like being close to you. Howard, I really don't think this is working out. Yeah, maybe we just need some time to take, take a little break. I'll give you a call tomorrow and uh, you know, give us a number. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.